You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. Uh-oh, what's all that smoke coming out? What is up, guys? This is Gat. Welcome into the... That was really... um unenthusiastic so i apologize for that one what is up guys it's gat or as some of you may know my real name now it's gracie terrell yikes right what a week or two i've had uh welcome into the weekly recap where i kind of sort of recap things every once in a while uh, we've had a very busy last couple weeks here at Kansas City Podcast Network, mainly because uh, all of our content creators and talent have real lives. It's it's wild that they do. Um, and so we are kind of like figuring out schedules, going back into, surprisingly enough, a ton of people uh, that we work with are like going back into the office and shit. So we're working around everyone's schedule right now in order to continue bringing content. I'm always here, but I think there's going to reach a point at, at some level that you guys are going to get tired of just seeing me because uh, I've made a few announcements this week. Uh, last week was a week for like, for some reason me getting out there and uh, uh, getting ahead of uh, what I thought was a really emotional week and kind of sharing my side of the story, not my side of the story, but my um, week and being authentic with you all about where I was emotionally. I mean, I cried on air for shit's sake. Like that's a big, that's a big, I think, no, no in the world of broadcasting school. I don't know. I never went surprise. Um, I think crying on air is something that I wasn't really planning on doing at the start of the week, but I did it by Friday. Damn it. I also yelled at my family on air. That was really good. Um, so halfway through my podcast last week, I was talking about how family is forever. And even though I'm in a soundproof studio, it does not matter. I can still hear everyone in my house and it drives me insane. Um, I also alluded to the fact that I don't just live in an ivory tower by myself. I'm a real person, real human, crazy, crazy. But if you know how far I've come over the last probably six years of uh, my media career, if you will, it's a big step. It's a big step being a human again on the internet. So thank you guys all for the incredible feedback leading, uh, not leading up to, because that would mean that you guys already heard it. But over the last few days, I've been getting a lot of great feedback about the death and real talk episode that I did solo. And I know that most people are here right now thinking, where's Gat Chats? You know, we were promised Steve. And I swear it's not going to just be a bit that I do where I promise that my dad's going to come out. And then every week I deny you all the ability to hear him tell his stories, right? Like that is not what I'm doing. Um, I'm very much committed to having Steve uh, on the show. However, is Steve committed to me? I'm not really sure because at this point, I'm pretty sure my dad is uh, ducking being in Kansas City unless it's his like huge party coming up. Not huge party. Calm down. 
Um, but, you know, our family and friends are going to be socially distanced and safe at a venue that I may or may not reveal. I don't really want to, like, publicly tell people where I'm going to be, um, even though I know I'm going to have, like, a lot of protection around me. I'm just weird like that. Like, maybe more people could be weird, okay? Like, I woke up this morning, which in itself was a blessing. Woke up this morning and immediately started firing off my hot takes because every time I log on to Twitter, every time I log on to Facebook, every time I log on to Instagram, which quick sidebar, the quickest way to piss me off in a conversation is one to speak to me. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, I promise. Uh, the quickest way to piss me off in a conversation is to tell me to get off social media. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice that uh, when I was younger, I developed skills outside of talking shit for a living, and then maybe I would be in a different career path. I did develop some skills. I did go to school for other skills. I quickly re realized that that's not where I'm going to be making money and, uh, you know, chose self-employment instead. Um, but social media is where I promote everything I do and promote everything that my network does and promote everything that we do as a whole because it's easy. Like now I don't have to send out courier pigeons to people to let them know I'm having an event. I can just simply start the event, create it, whatever, and boom, you guys all know where to go. If you are one of those people that needs like personal invites places, we're probably not friends because chances are you've gotten very salty over the years that I've had so many events and didn't personally invite you to them. Here's a personal invitation. If you want to have fun and have a good time, come to the events that I throw. If you don't, then don't show up. It's not a big deal. Um, so moving on from that, aw, thank you guys. I love doing this live too because if I'm live, then I actually have to pay attention to my topics and I can't just edit them out. Like I'm so edit happy. It's ridiculous. So if you're listening to the podcast version of this, one, thank you. Not many people would listen to a weekly recap of just me talking about random shit going on. But this could be a weekly recap of my tweets, of my life. I don't fucking know. Of my selfies. I've been looking good lately. I'm not going to try to hide it. Like, I've been glowing up. I started as a brunette and now I'm here. Growing my goddamn dark roots out. I have an appointment on Thursday. So, whatever. Shlee, I love you. I'm only jealous slightly because Renee gets to see you before that, but whatever, I'll deal. Back to what I was actually talking about. Me being a private person, me being strange and vague, that's my coping mechanism. I don't tell people things because maybe in the past I've told people too much and then they show up places and bother me. You ever thought about that? Okay, cool. Um, why do I not post pictures of my kids? Because, well, in the past, people have taken pictures of them and made them into things that were not right and really fucked up. So I never shared pictures of my kids from that point on publicly. Like there's there's reasons that people are the way that they are in life. So I tweet about politics uh, this morning, which was the exact opposite of what I wanted to do. Um, but I had just been hearing so much like bullshit, I guess. Um, like I can't, I can't sit here and talk to you about the left versus the right because that's just absolutely asinine what i can tell you though is think for yourself do your fucking research um and and don't rule things out just because it's not in the realm of your understanding do not uh, completely close off ideas simply because they're not within what you are capable of processing 
I'm just saying there's levels to all this stuff. So just be careful and, and, and be careful about how you waste your time and energy, not waste, but spend because it's currency, right? Like, I don't believe that money is real, but I definitely believe that energy is. Uh, so we're not going to go into Gat's hot takes on how the world works. Okay, that's not going to be this podcast either. But what I'm trying to get to is basically one of our guys uh, fully loaded is a high school football coach. What happened this week uh, in Kansas City that might have altered uh, the course of his life right now? The fact that they have officially canceled and postponed all fall sports. So what is he going to do? Obviously, work with me at KCPN and build a dynasty out of a basement. Like, obviously, like, look around us here, people. It's clearly happening. You just have to get on the hype train. Um, that happened this week. Uh, I killed off Sprouts Takes. Uh, Sprouts Takes is my baby, was my baby. Um, this this was a long time coming only because what Sprout Stakes grew into was no longer. I actually talked to the original co-founder this week and apologized for everything, how it all went crazy and array. And uh, for basically who I was like when I started off my media career and the seasons that people have to go through. And with Sprout Stakes, I was trying to make an all-female show happen so much. And I was pushing this all-female, like female empowerment thing. However, is it really female empowerment if other people have to just fucking tell you, you need to support other women? Okay, I will. So I had like, what, 15 women working with me and like promoting my brand and doing all this stuff for me for so long. Um, and I was like diving all my time and energy into this company, this brand, and yet ignoring myself. Experts will tell you that's not a good idea. Uh, ends with somebody being burnt out. So am I burnt out on Sprout Sticks? Yeah, I am. Uh, it's literally printed on my walls, painted on my walls. I have a house of many, many art things. <laughs> um, it is spray painted. Let's not get it twisted. Spray painted on my walls. I did it myself because I've renovated the studio myself, right? Like that's what I've been doing um, is basically doing a massive overhaul and renovation on what I want this new company to be, which is Kansas City Podcast Network, KCPN. You're listening to it. So by doing that, I was able to kind of take back some sort of ownership of the direction I wanted to go. Sprout seats got out of control. Let's be real. I had a different co-host like every week. Uh, it's my girl Jess Maddox's birthday today. Shout out to my original co-host, the OG of it all. I won't tell you how old she is because she's slightly older than me and uh, I'm 32. So you could, guys could figure that out. But it, it's amazing. Um, she's younger than me. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Uh, but it's amazing to me how much things have changed since then and how much I've grown and how much I'm going to be continuing to grow. Uh, and that's why I decided to kill off Sprout Stakes and uh, start fresh because I don't think I need to address the fact that I'm a female. Like, I don't need to say it's Kansas City is all female. No, no, no. No, I was Kansas City's first female sports radio host. That's it. I mean, like other people have had appearances. Of course, other people had been on radio shows. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I had my own sports show on Kansas City Airwaves. That's where I made history, right? So I don't, I don't need to continue 
uh, pumping out an agenda that, you know, seemed a little bit fake. I didn't need to share that, like, side of me because it wasn't really real. Uh, what was real was finding people that had ideas and dreams and talent and vision and a message, and they just needed a platform. So now that I have the platform, we're building on the talent side, and that's where I want to be, and that's what we're doing. So uh, without making this basically the GAT network, which very easily all 14 of my personalities could host a show on here and keep y'all very occupied and entertained. That wouldn't be a problem. I've never had an issue entertaining people. Uh, what's up, Brian? I, thank you. I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying the hot takes. Uh, you guys can jump in the chat if you want to. It's on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Fuck, what else? I think I'm missing one, but that's okay. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, once again, thank you. I appreciate anybody that is listening to these things as they go. Because me talking, wow, shocking, new, different, groundbreaking, right? I've only been doing this for a few years now. So everything that I've been saying is just wrapping up that energy. Like Sprout Stakes is no longer in existence. It had a great run. Um, I'm really impressed with what I was able to do with it. I was really impressed with every single chick that was part of the platform. I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, even the people that I'm not really friends with anymore. You know, it's like people come into your life for different reasons, different stages. I learned that I am not a good people manager. I'm good at managing myself and that's about it. Because I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot going on here. So me having an assistant just for my own bullshit is so necessary because there's so much of it. Um, and I'm not going to get into everything that we're up to, right? Like there are a lot of great projects that I wish I could tell you about. There's a lot of great things coming to fruition. Look at me nailing words. I used to say fruitation. Don't ask. Okay. Just the words that I come up with are a blessing and I think you guys need to treat them as so. Um, the projects that we have coming up and everything, like there's so many, aspects and angles of this Kansas City community that we haven't even touched on. I want to get way more comfortable with normalizing, uh, talking about mental health, talking about people's actual life stories. Um, you know, we have a lot of sports right now. We're very sports heavy in our content and that's okay. I'm not mad about it. My career pretty much was based around sports for the majority of the last uh, 10 years of my life. So in different ways, and forms, we're going to be talking about sports for sure, still, obviously. Tonight we've got the Spoken. It's a little bit uh, all over the place since the guys are in different locations, but we're going to make it work because that's what we do. We're going to be incorporating mental health on a level that I think is finally going to be um, an authentic way. It's not going to be a force like, let's talk about depression. We don't need to fucking talk about depression. You, you don't need to be told what anxiety is. Uh, what you will hear from us are people that have either gone through these things, have come out on top, deal with them every day. Um, people that have great stories about overcoming obstacles in their life that most people uh, probably haven't dealt with. 
Um, and that's a good thing. You don't, you don't need to go through all these things, but listening to other people and hearing their stories and knowing what they've been through can be a lesson to others. It can be a way of either warning or helping somebody get out of an abusive relationship. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that I haven't talked about over the years, uh, because I talked about it so much. Uh, at one point it was used against me in a way that said that I used domestic violence as a way to get attention. And I'm like, Never thought I would hear take so scorchingly hot that it was like, it was it was wildfire the way that this guy lined it all up. And I'm like, you know what? If that's how some people want to look at people talking about domestic violence or mental health, then the issues aren't the problem. It's the person, you know, hearing them. It's a reflection of the issues that you have within yourself. So if talking about mental health triggers something, I understand. If talking about uh, domestic violence and getting out of abusive relationships triggers something, I understand. There's a lot of things that I think people are living in this world where we say, oh, yeah, political correctness is the devil or whatever the fuck people say. There's a difference between political correctness and uh, understanding other people and being not a good person. People can be both good and bad at the same time. Duality exists. It's a thing. But just being a more mindful and aware person. Um, there's a lot of things that I don't really open up easily about. And so if I'm that way, then everyone else has to be that way too. But these are podcasts that are, are going to be coming on the network that kind of challenge you to think a little bit more. Try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and different perspectives. So I'm excited. The growth and the depth that is coming from outside sources, not just me, not just me running my mouth on the network uh, that we created back in, what, four months ago, April? Okay. Yeah, that's four. Not good at math. You'll also learn that if you are new here. Um, so we're growing, we're learning, we're evolving uh, the Sprott States thing was bound to happen. Um, Sprott States went to a place that I think I wasn't proud of anymore, and I think it showed. I think me rage quitting the show last year at this time uh, was, well, last year, a month ago at this time, was the ultimate, like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't fake pretending to care about this stuff anymore uh, in order to appease what everyone else thinks of who I am as a person. So, yeah, I, I could talk about sports. I could do that all day, uh, all night. Sports are easy. What I want to talk about is um, the people behind sports, the people behind the giant money-making machine, the people that are possible, um, I don't know, possible new uh creators for our network you know i feel like my mom got the bug she's like well i can be on your podcast again this week just so i can carry it for you and i'm like woman you're not wrong she's way more entertaining than i am so to wrap up a long story basically saying that that part of me is over sprout states will always have a special place in my heart i think it's important to remember where you came from where you started from and what it could have been uh, but sports just ain't it for me right now. 2017 was really difficult. Um, I've alluded to it and I've talked about it on multiple shows now, but really and truly knowing that every time that I were to go anywhere, people just wanted to argue with me about sports or talk to me about the kneeling issue and, and how everything was, you know, all Colin Kaepernick's fault. It got exhausting. And if you can't understand that, then you're lucky and don't let sports, uh, 
don't let it be tarnished by other people the way that I let it get to that point. So when it becomes a living and what becomes what you're supposed to be doing for work and you do it for people that don't appreciate it or you do it for the wrong reasons, which is usually money, um, it becomes a ta like a chore and a task. And I don't need to fucking sit up here with my sob story. Man, people paid me to talk about sports. It's so awful. It, it was only awful until I let it consume me and that's when it all went bad. So I escaped from that. I got out of it. Um, you're going to hear a lot more multifaceted viewpoints uh, this way around. If anybody disagreed with me before, I shut down their arguments and I just really want to give them a voice. And now I want people to disagree with me. I am so bored with being uh, right all the time. <laughs> no, that's not it. I'm so bored with having a one-way conversation. I want this network to continue to open up. Like we had trolls last week, right? We had flat out, uh, Lance and I did the show together and it was not the show. Lance and I did the, his show, The Spoken. It's not the show. Like I should just assume you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, and a bunch of like Patriots fans or whatever that have a trolling YouTube channel uh, got a hold of it and they were calling me names and stuff. And I'm like, At this point, it doesn't even phase me. And people are like, oh my gosh, they're saying such terrible things about you. And to, to call you uh, knock off Miss Piggy, I'm like, Miss Piggy was a bad bitch. Um, kind of insane. Uh, had some definite uh, dependency issues, maybe a little bit borderline verbally abusive. So I would like to not be that part of Miss Piggy, but if blonde and slightly red face and uh, my adorable nose throws me into the Miss Piggy category, whatever. I've been called Trailer Park Little Kim, which I'm not really sure how that works, but it was because of wearing a wig uh, and I had my boobs out and a weird fur. It was not fur. It was squirrel vest, whatever. There's so many things that people have said and called me. I think my favorite one was when I was arguing, shocking, Kelly Stewart, uh, a.k.a. Kelly in Vegas, was uh, talking mad shit on Auburn fans leading up to the 2014 K-State Auburn game, which I'm sure you guys saw my beautiful face as a meme for the last, what, six years now? Anyways, um, I was talking mad shit about Auburn, which is funny because now I own a shirt that has Auburn on it. But anyways, I was talking mad shit uh, and they were like, this chick looks like she goes to the food, is it food hall? I, I can't remember if they said like dorm. I know it's like what dorm cafeterias are. So I'm assuming food hall. We had one when I was at boarding school. They called it the dining hall. It, it, they said something on the lines of this chick looks like she goes to the dining hall and never passes a donut and like doesn't eat it or something ridiculous like that. And I'm like, that's the kind of insult that I want. If you're going to be insulting me, be creative. Like if I, if you're insulting somebody's appearance, like you're clearly not intelligent to insult their actual argument or their words or their character do better. I'm a, I, I can be easily insulted. I appreciate the art of a good insult because I know how to artfully insult people and take it to a, down to a place that's usually uh, psychological. It's not, I'm not proud of this. I just know how to do it. I used to be a psycho, so what? Um, but those the trolls, going back to that, people have been saying shit about the way I look and the way that I talk and the way that I behave and the things that I've done or things that I haven't do done, but they want to think that I've done them anyways, whatever. 
it's part of being in the public eye to have people feedback and rage and not agreeing with you. That's just what happens in life sometimes. So getting to the point where you're physically uh, taking time out of your day to listen to, watch, consume, whatever you want to call it, people that you don't like and people that you don't like at all and like never have and like feel the need to like hate watch them, that's only making them more money. So I think it goes without saying when people, especially in the media, especially anything that is based on users and listeners and content, people are going to say outlandish shit a lot. They're going to say dumb things. Um, if the trolls are here tonight, I can't fucking wait. I absolutely agree, Brian. We're going to be, uh, it'll be, I'm not going to be on camera tonight. Maybe I look nice enough. This is positive proof. This is why I do the recap show. So positive proof that at one point in the week I had makeup on. Is it enough? We'll find out. Um, no. And that's the thing. It's like, I've never really understood that culture. Cause it's like, if you're wasting that much time on what I'm doing and thinking about what I'm up to and keeping tabs on me, just like people watching this that don't like me, like, that's cool. I'm sorry you feel that way. If you don't like me based on what another person said about my actions, just, you know, consider the source. And maybe one day if we meet, you'll change your mind. I'm not really worried about it. I've gotten plenty of friends um, to the point where I'm not even really that great of a friend right now. I am just so in my own zone. I got my house. We're completely renovating and changing everything around here. I've been cleaning out so much stuff. I'm like bunkering, not bunkering. I'm hunkering down for this upcoming winter because I'm not going to be leaving the house very much. Kansas City Podcast Network, as much as these people are paying attention to us and as much as we're doing really well, and we're growing nonstop because of guys like The Spoken. Uh, we've got fully loaded Midwest mics, gutter sluts, uh, Life's Okay podcast, Gat Chats, Run Your Mouth is incredible. People You Need to Know podcast. We've got these like constant people um, creating here. And so we know that life like, you know, ebbs and flows, whatever. But for you to spend that much time on people you don't like, that's just like, you're just asking to get mad. And if you're the type of person that like loves or enjoys being mad, I really can't help you there either. So I wanna say thank you to everyone that took time to comment, watch, like, whatever our videos, because without the trolls, without the people that genuinely watch our content and the stuff that we do, you know, we're just a bunch of talking heads. So I appreciate it. I look forward to more of it. And uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break because I'm big time enough to take breaks, damn it. Or at least I like to think that at least it's not really the case. But anyways, we're going to take a quick break. And after this, we're going to get back into the new shows, what we have coming up and no more of me addressing people that don't matter. So we'll be right back after this. You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. <laughs> oh my God, is that smoke? Yeah, guys, I'm vaping. It's... it's uh, eucalyptus.
it's great for you what's up my name is gat welcome back in uh you are watching the weekly recap we're here when you're here you're here that is our slogan when when we're here you're here and when you're here we're here that's it i nailed it i'm gonna go into retirement now i have officially completed being a media mogul uh no that is not the case i am very much excited about coming back um into the fall season i feel like summertime springtime summertime kind of blurred together it'll be september in 10 days Woo! i'm not really ready for september mostly because that means that we have gotten through my dad's 70th birthday party that is coming up on this friday mass preferred and required to get in i'd like it if you are a nasty motherfucker and you just put on a mask or wash your hands wash your damn hands if i feel so inclined i will give out the location and where we're going to be having this party um i just don't want to you know do something typical like gat would do and ruin her dad's birthday party with all of her crazy internet friends so if you know how to behave in public let me know yeah it's always a good idea to put out a disclaimer um this is not and i'm not exaggerating here there are multiple victims of my high tolerance it's not just me you guys think that i like paying high bar tabs do you guys think i like affording myself do you think i enjoy having 80 dollars lunches that i make other people pay for absolutely not this is a burden i've had to bear my entire life um but my high tolerance of everything is exhausting um so when people come out drink with me there I, I tell people i'm like don't drive like that's stupid uber lyft whatever you do have your parents come get you i don't know some people you know the pandemic has not been nice to a lot of people so i'm not gonna judge you live with your parents it's cool just don't try to date me um <laughs> but anyways yeah we don't need to go into my dating life i think i've said enough on twitter about my my standards and how i would prefer my future husband to be that i don't need to uh, like take over a weekly recap with all the bullshit that i've said so we're not gonna do that but i it's a real problem i would i'm not gonna name names and i don't know how to not name your name so i'm sorry i'll just call you case wool because only you and i know that nickname uh, Case Will and I have had many occasions where we've gone out. Uh, there's never been an occasion that she's been able to hang longer than I have. It's okay. Uh, she would be a great reference of don't take edibles from Gat either because you never know what's going to happen. And I'm like, that's not wrong. But do I really, you know want to give edibles to people that I don't know if they're able to handle them. And now we know that's a really good way to put it. So, uh, it's fun to go out with me, but like I said, I elevate things to the next level. People always complain the next day. And again, there was so, there's so much alcohol. I'm like, okay, well then don't drink it. Like, it's not my problem. You're an adult. Um, so I'm not going to be putting pressure on you guys to join the party simply because I can't, be responsible for your hangover but if you do have a hangover because i know that we're getting them for the next day i think you guys have seen us promote this before recovery hydration therapy 816-877-6186 that phone number and my parents phone number 
and my own, of course, are the only numbers that I have saved and like know by heart. Saved mentally, I have plenty of numbers in my phone. Although, do I? Because I keep getting marriage proposals from people that I don't have their numbers saved. So that's another story. So going back into what we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, getting into September, September launches a lot of shows for the network. Um, if you guys didn't see it already, I know this is what everyone's been waiting for me to announce. I haven't even told the peanut about this. So maybe I should go do that today and make sure they're okay with it. But I've started a new show, you guys. It's called Three Miller Lights Deep in a glorious, glorious tribute to the greatest tweet of all time that I've ever had in my life. And it's not because of numbers. I've had tweets do way bigger numbers than this one. It's a tweet that I feel like kind of solidified my role in Kansas City Media. One, it is a tweet about Kelvin Benjamin, who, if you guys don't know already, uh, Kelvin Benjamin uh, was part of the no. Kelvin Benjamin was part of the Chiefs. We signed him uh, fall last year, and my mom and I, and this is exactly it. I don't know if I've ever. I think I might have shared the story, but it's gone because it was with Sprout Stakes and it is burned to the ground. So, oops. Um, my mom and I were outside of the peanut, right? And I looked like a hobo, which I don't know if you can tell. It happens still. And we were simply wanting to get lunch and I was being difficult. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the peanut. I was here earlier this week and I was really drunk and I had to Uber home at like 4 p.m. So... And then she's like, so it sounds like another week of the peanut for you. Um, and I was like, no, I want to go someplace that's chill, laid back. So we went to Winstead's, right? But while we were in the peanut and while I was supposed to be figuring out where, what I wanted to do for lunch, this is a common problem with me. If you've ever dated me, it's fine. Um, and even if you haven't, if you've been friends with me, there's just places I don't fucking go. And I'm demanding like that. So we're not even in the peanut. We're in the parking lot. And I think I saw somebody saying, Kelvin Benjamin has been spotted at Chiefs training facilities. Blah, 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 blah. I get so tired of people being spotted places, tweets, and like Chiefs Kingdom basically being frantically like reading into it. Chiefs Twitter and like spotting things and like seeing people at practice facilities, Twitter. Um, and freaking out about it and also KU flight tracker Twitter is one and the same I think I'm pretty sure so naturally because I'm an asshole and I don't really respect uh, the idea of reporting on people like nonstop. I think it's fucking creepy uh, aka what they did up in uh, Green Bay and I said it was weird as hell that a reporter like videotaped uh, Matt LaFour, what if, whatever, if Matt Flower, the head coach is up there. Uh, they videotaped his family arriving at the like practice facilities. I'm like, that's so fucking creepy. Like, can you give the man some privacy? Do we really need to like have a film crew circling to like videotape a man arriving with his family? Like, do it to the coach, not the whole family. Anyways, off on my soapbox there a little bit. But it just drives me crazy, like, ooh, Kelvin Benjamin spotted walking through a door in Kansas City. Here's breaking news. 
So what I did was, um, while in the peanut parking lot, not, absolutely not in the actual peanut, tweeted, guys, I'm three Miller Lights deep and Kelvin Benjamin just walked in. I'm three Miller Lights deep in the peanut and Kelvin Benjamin just walked in. Why did I just butcher the entire fucking tweet? Like it wasn't the most important part of the story. Whatever. Golden tweet only because Arrowhead Pride, I can't remember what author, um, put it up and said this unconfirmed report of Kelvin Benjamin being spotted at local like wing. Then USA Today picked it up. It was just a mess. And I didn't mean for it to happen, but then, like, all these Bills fans were like, of course Kelvin Benjamin's going to go eat. Because, like, Kelvin Benjamin, the whole thing, and the probably the other important part that I left out of the story is Kelvin Benjamin was always, like, in trouble for being, like, the Eddie Lacy wider. Like, he would just gain weight, and people would just criticize him. I'm like, anyone that understands weight fluctuating more than me, I don't think so. So, yeah, I had to make a joke about him going to get wings right after getting signed uh, to the Chiefs for a deal just a quick little veach deal he never really made much of an impact i made a bet that he would and guess what i lost shocking not good at making personalized bets i'm really good at telling other people what to do with insane prop bets but can't really do personal bets very well so anyways that was the history of the kelvin benjamin tweet and i fucking loved that because Every single time something would happen in Kansas City from here on out, basically that's why in my fucking Twitter profile it says uh, usually three Miller Lights deep at the peanut. I'm not just like an alcoholic. I only drink when I'm out in public. Like I don't drink at home unless like if I have friends over, I'll drink at home. I don't drink unless it's like social. So I'm not like an alone drinker anymore. I used to. And then I was like, wow, this is really depressing, you guys. Um, So with that being said, not the depressed drinker shit uh, with the fact that I fucking love this tweet. Where else do I love being more than the peanut? Um, and so am I going to start a show where I record out of the peanut and I haven't told him about it yet or asked them? I kind of have, I've done it once. I learned how to set up equipment properly since then. So I want to let everybody know it won't take me five hours, but I mean, come on, there's a fucking built in audience of the peanut. If I ever have a show where I just need to like pull the audience or like, I'll just grab one of the old dudes sitting at the bar. They're my favorite. Pe- I got in an argument there last weekend. I get into arguments all the time at bars with people older than me. We'll just put it that way. That's, that's where I live. That's my comfort zone. So why not have it a show like that? So if I tell you guys, I'm three Miller Miller lights. Speech impediment coming through. Got this. If I tell you guys I'm three Miller lights deep at the peanut and I have, I don't know, Kevin Keatsman with me, you'd fucking watch it because God only know what's going to happen if I'm three Miller lights deep. Like a normal person being three Miller lights deep is like me being like 0.25 Miller lights deep. So we're good. But... I think it's going to be a great, great interview series. It's what I wanted for Sprout Stakes, um, but it just wasn't there. You know, the name wasn't there. People still call me, called me Sports Gat, and I'm like, not going to judge. Maybe they don't understand the hilariousness of Sprouts, whatever. But I've got my real name out there now, Gracie Gat Terrell. Call me whatever you want to. But, you know, 
it's a sign of like getting older and maturing is wanting to talk about things deeper than just sports or more than just sports or, you know, how sports impacted somebody on an emotional level instead of just arguing about stats. Cause I don't really give a fuck. Can I just, am I allowed to say that? Of course I am. I do not give a shit about stats. I don't give a shit about hypotheticals. I don't give a shit about numbers. I don't care. On any given day, any given athlete, any given team can fucking beat the other one. It's a 50-50 chance. If it's a head-to-head competition, that's what I'm into. So yeah, if players are better than the other players on the team, probably going to be an uphill battle. Will it be fun to see the little guys try and like take on the Goliaths? Absolutely. But I'm the reason that I love sport was the probability and chance of it. It's not fun for me if I consume nine hours of, of some fucking reporter telling me why like my Chiefs aren't going to win because of X, Y, and Z and all these stats and ratios and hypotheticals. And what if this would have happened? Well, it didn't, did it? But the, the hypotheticals drive me insane. So getting away from traditional sports conversations and getting away from traditional conversations with athletes or people that were in sports in some capacity, getting away from, well, remember that time you won that thing and scored that goal? How, how neat was that? Tell us where you were mentally. Well, I was fucking elated. I wanted to, I don't know, like, I don't know how you would express that you're excited about something other than telling like an emotional pulling story to go along with it. And I think what we saw, what was so great about sports and the last dance documentary, other than the fact that Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time, as far as the petty Olympics go, um, we learned that emotion and sport, like they go hand in hand. And sporting events and teams, people are deeply tied to them. And sometimes, yeah, I'll make fun of Cowboys fans because I'm like, you're really a Cowboys fan? Like, like were you left over because your parents like were Cowboys fans and they just liked winning a lot? Oh, you're a Patriots fan, so you're just part of the Brady time? Like, I want to know why people, like, I'm glad that you are a Steelers fan in the middle of, you know, Kansas. Tell me why. What tie was that? Like, I'm curious of those things. Yeah, everyone has those great big moments, and we all remember those incredible athletic moments that the athletes on the field give us or those moments off the field that we felt like a team with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, I have, I don't even know if you can see it, the 1738, I think you can, 1738 tattoo because they were making jokes and it kind of symbolized the 2015 season and then we ended up winning the World Series and like those little things, the story of how we got to the World Series and the drama of that is always, to me, more exciting than the game. And that's where I'm at. It's like the game is beautiful. It's an art form. But it's like that's a whole other thing. The way that everything worked out, the poetic nature of how I became a Chiefs fan and why I am, um, you would hear 100%. That's why we have to have that talk with my dad for Gatchat. So three Miller Lights deep is going to be, uh, one, a chance for me to get finally sponsored by Miller Light. Let's just fucking call it what it is. I'm unabashedly for sale. You know, when you are the brand, you are the product, you are the service. What up, fam? You sell yourself. So 100% down to have a Miller Lite sponsorship when I get a driver again or when I get that Uber Lyft sponsorship. See, I'm just, I'm, I'm always marketing, you guys. Even when I'm not, I am. So obviously, it's a ploy to get a Miller Lite sponsorship. Obviously, if it's three Miller Lights deep, it could be at the Peanut. I'd prefer it to be at the Peanut. Uh, I don't go anywhere else. So it'd be difficult for me to like go 
outside of my little like protected gat bubble. But I, you know, having a show that I could incorporate people that don't really make sense or fit into like my, how were you a part of my life or how have you impacted my life or the Gat Chats version and Sprotsates is a little too like goofy, like towards the end, God only knows what we were doing, but I think I uh, had said some and, and done some choice things by the end of that show. So not really proud of that show. So it's like, why would I want to like have people uh, join that? So having this show where I can talk about sports and do it in a nostalgic or a really fun, emotional or funny way or talk about the, like I want nothing but George Brett pants shitting stories on that show, like for all time. Like I want those kind of stories with sports, the ridiculous side of sports that like people get from um, the outtakes and being mic'd up and, and shit like that, where it's literally just like hearing it, from the people that you absolutely admire and love and respect in those uh, settings and hearing like real talk from them. So I'm not saying it's going to be a bunch of celebrities. Like I might be interviewing like the guy that says lemonade, like lemonade, lemonade. Like that might be the guy that I interview. Cause I bet that guy has seen more shit and gone through more shit and like experienced fans and different player i mean like experience a ballpark on a different level than i have on a different level than players have than a different level than personnel has so like it's not always about the the famous status or the celebrity status of people that i have on the show although i am friends with a few people that you guys might know but i mean that's just the thing it's like i think celebrity worship is going a little bit out the window so why not hear from the real people? And I want to make it hopefully as much Kansas City based as I can. Three Miller, Miller Lights Deep of the Peanut. I might just need to work on saying the name. So Three Miller Lights Deep. Three Miller Lights Deep. I don't just like slur through it the entire time. I've been sticking to nothing but definitely not Price Chopper brand water. So I'm good. I promise. Um, but like knowing how people connect with sports and can tell their stories through them. Like that's what I need to do on this show. So that's what I'm going to do with that show. I'm really excited about it. And then we have the next show, which was, I'd like to say all my idea, right? Like I want to say like, I'm so fucking smart and I'm so creative and I'm such a genius that I personally um, came up with this next show, but I can't because I'd be lying. And what am I doing here besides trying to be as authentic as possible? That's it. I can say this one. This one doesn't have any um, intense phonetic sounds that will throw me off and make me go back into speech impediment mode. Dim planets. Dim planets. Uh, I'm going to have to have a guest on the first like 30 seconds to even explain how this came to light, but it's one of my best friends that I call Thunderdome. Um, did not know his real name for like a solid few years. Didn't want to know. I was really annoyed that I, I like that I ever found out. I was very pissed off when I found out that he has a normal name. Not really normal, but like his name's not Thunderdome. And that kind of broke my heart. That's where my guy friendships are. Like my guy friends are not named normal things. Um, they all have nicknames and there's hundreds of them. 
So even my guy friends need like diagrams to for the rest of my guy friends. And it's cool. My girlfriends are very simple in the way that I call them by their normal names and they all just kind of like exist. Like they don't have to like have weird like alter egos and stuff. They're all very like normal people. So I love that about them. Um, anyways, Dim Planets is going to be my new astrology and like spiritual slash metaphysical uh, podcast because me of all people to even believe half the stuff that I do or think about half the stuff that I do. Um, I had to go through a pretty serious wake up call at some point in my life. And at one point in my life when I was in the hospital and I was not doing very well, um, I was like, you know what? It'd be fun to like, look up more about astrology. Cause I kept seeing on Instagram, like, Oh, there's more to it than this. And I'm like, no, there's not. And so I was like, Oh, you have a sun sign. You have a moon sign. You have a rising sign. You have wherever your Jupiter, Uranus, I think what else, Saturn, um, all these different planet placements, right? There's a lot of them. They all can like make up what ancient people thought. And that's why astrology is around. It's an ancient science. Uh, they all thought it was like a blueprint to your soul without without earthly conflicts uh, with like who you would be at your very best without like money um, standing, whatever the hell you want to call it. So who you'd be at your best form and your best self is what astrology can kind of show you the blueprint of and like help you work around different nuances in life. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, even all you crazy people that want to think that astrology is stupid and for women to get attention and talk about their personality problems in a way like, sorry, I ran over your cat. I'm a Capri sun. Yeah. I've seen that meme too. And it's like, whatever, just let people fucking believe things if they want to. It's not that difficult. Um, unless you believe, uh, that your skin color dictates that you're a better person than somebody else. No, it doesn't. Anyways, astrology is a very much a, a way for me to dive deep and to understand people uh, and include psychology into the mix. And it really just like kind of breaks down human nature for me. And that it doesn't work for everyone like that. And that's okay. It doesn't have to. What I choose to think and what I choose to explore and what I choose to spend my free time doing, it's not watching creepy shit on Netflix that Netflix justifies uh, children being sexualized in film. That's fucking weird, isn't it? Um, I'm not binging TV shows because I can't watch commercials anymore. It literally hurts my head. Um, there's just a lot of things that I choose to do and do differently than other people, and that's fine. So learning different nuances about people and whether it helps me understand whether it's real or not to you, I don't really care. But if it helps me be a better person to others because I slow down enough to be like, okay, why is this? Why is this person feeling this way? And it could just be that I'm taking the time to have a mindful approach to dealing with others. And that's fine too. But Dim Planets is going to be a little bit of like astrology forecast, a little bit of about explaining um, my journey with astrology. We're going to hear from a lot of my spiritual and also astrology friends in the community, which is a great community online. If you haven't checked it out already, there's a ton of great resources and info out there. And I think other people um, that come to find out that it's more than just like what day you're born and, oh, you're an asshole if you're a Scorpio or if you're like whatever, since I'm an Aries, I'm supposed to be like awful. 
and just like really hot headed, which I am at my worst. I am awful and hot headed and fly off the handle. Have I done it today? Yeah. By 7 a.m. I'd already gotten in an argument and slammed a door. Am I happy about it? Absolutely not. But what did I do right after that? I went and I had a conversation about why I got angry, explained my side of it. I understood their side of it. Boom. Done. Isn't that nice? So whatever the fucking approach I take to doing better and being more accountable on my end, I just want to share that, hey, there's some stuff out there. If you want to check it out, I'm not doing tinfoil hat shit, but I could because that that's the beauty of it. Our network and what we do here at KCPN is a very much a free speech, freedom of thinking place. So if you guys have thoughts to express and you've always wanted a podcast, maybe do it from somebody that doesn't like hiccup when they talk. That'd be good. Um, but no, like that's what we're building the outside studio, we were we were really, really hoping to be in a studio by August. Obviously, that's not happening. We're here. But at the same time, I've got people that are working with the network that are now building their studios in their homes already. So it's like, that's kind of cool, too. So whenever we are able to start bringing on more people um, that don't have the resources to podcast, I'm all about it. You know, we do have the options still. Uh, to come to you. We do have the equipment and we have the capabilities of doing that. It's just about free time right now. We're all living in a place where we don't even know what's happening like with the school stuff. So it's kind of to the point where I think that if you guys have the opportunity to just like check out how to like build your own studio or your network there at home, definitely try it. Um, I know that there's a lot of tutorials on YouTube. We basically all live on YouTube anyways. Like what's, what's the point? So if you guys haven't already you know, check out your own systems and put them together because like the moment you start creating content and the moment you're able to spread your message, whatever that message may be, even if you're Larry Johnson and have a lot of hot takes flowing all the time, um, whatever gets people thinking, whatever gets people going, whatever gets people listening to your message or paying attention to what you have to say, or you giving other people a chance to like work that out. If you guys know how to do this stuff already, help your friends out. Like it's not that difficult. So if you guys uh, need any help with that, of course, we're always here. Um, but yeah, the studio part for now in person has not happened and we're working on it. So if anybody has like a couple hundred thousand dollars, they'd just like to donate to the cause. That'd be great too. You know, I'm petitioning for it. But anyways, I appreciate you guys um, tuning in. I know we've had a lot of like live listeners and viewers and stuff. So I appreciate that. We're just trying to get at this point a bigger and more diverse like topic base for you guys to consume because sports are there we're apparently coming in hot with astrology we've got wrestling and bruisers breakdowns and beards i always fuck up the the order of that so i'm sorry 3b podcast i love both of those guys um and then they have a new addition to their podcast too which i'm really excited about as well so that's coming up we've got another mental health podcast coming up um and that one has not been named nor you know doesn't need to be uh it's in the works and coming out in september and then of course three miller lights deep i nailed it that time uh and dim planets all coming out in september so gat chats final season will be wrapping up over the next few weeks and then as soon as that's done i will be fully launching the new sports nostalgia weird interview i don't know show we'll see how it naturally you know kind of goes and we'll go from there but thank you guys so much for tuning in 
Uh, the call before you dig guys are here and they've been like staring at me directly in the window. So if you're worried about why I'm nervously looking out to the side, that's why, but I'm safe. Hope you guys have a great weekend and I will see you back tonight, hopefully for the spoken. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network, talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a chair we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 911, what's your emergency? Señora, ¿me está diciendo que un tren le pegó a una camioneta? Sí, yo pensé que el que sería cruzar el hijo iba rápido, creo, y después... ¡Ay, Dios mío, qué horror! No puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netza.